Have you ever seen a ghost? Phantasm, poltergeist, apparition, the spirit? <laughs> Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. The other day I interviewed my buddy Juan Galt and at the end of the interview we started getting off track talking about Bitcoin stuff and ended up talking about ghosts and also about how it relates to atheism if atheists are precluded from believing in ghosts and then we talk about a few of the creepy experiences that we've had Juan there in Prague and me in, in Mexico and even in Australia. So remember you can check out Juan on Twitter, Juan S. Galt, at Juan S. Galt on Twitter. So if you have any questions about Bitcoin, how to secure them, how to get your cryptocurrency safe, you can ask him and he can consult you on that. And also remember, I have a new project, which is Cryptonomics, Principles of Cryptocurrency and Investing. And my idea is that I try to pack as much wisdom as I can into 10 minutes, trying to bridge the gap between self-knowledge and financial knowledge because you can't really have one without the other. So check that out, please. And, and thank you. Check that out. Cryptonomics.space is the website. Thanks so much. Let's get into it. talk about ghosts ah yes okay <laughs> we shouldn't but okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so to get to give some context you made that post the other day saying how when you're an atheist you know that ghosts don't exist is that right is that yeah right? I mean, we can read it let me let me find it on facebook the best thing about atheism by far is not believing in ghosts <laughs> okay what, yeah once your faith in godlessness wavers the darkness the darkness can get a little spooky okay so you do have faith in godlessness i i did i did for a long time i thought that i thought that so this is this is my my thinking this uh, right because i was an atheist okay. for a really long time um i was an atheist for a really long time my atheism stemmed from the from the definition of God that I was sold, which was that there's some ghost in the sky, some daddy ghost that uh, will, will, you know, mm. is looking at what you do and stuff. And uh, if you're bad, he'll maybe punish you in the afterlife, right? And hmm. and that was so a Catholic vision, yeah. I suppose so, yeah, ca yeah, certainly a Catholic vision actually, because I was raised Catholic, Catholic, yeah. And mm. that seems to be kind of like how people. I guess a lot of people see it. I don't know. That's how I saw it. And so my yeah, definition, of course, all, all through Latin America, very very Catholic, and so that's their probably their conception of God. Yeah, yeah and and, I, and would you say that Christians have a similar perspective, or is it more is it different? Well, it it depends on the denomination. You know, I uh, recently I've been attending a, a Quaker meeting a couple times, and they don't have any hard answers so you could go in there you might not even be a christian and they'll accept you just the same you might be an atheist and they'll say okay cool and you know sit with us and you just sit there and meditate for an hour and if somebody feels like speaking and they'll speak and if they don't you might just sit there in silence <laughs> it's an interesting practice nice that sounds nice 
That sounds nice. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess, uh, you know, some some Christians, I'd say, probably don't really believe in hell or don't believe in divine punishment. Okay. Uh, but they believe in some sort of... Uh, some it's sort also... Of, yeah, some sort of... Um, kind of meta consciousness i guess the, or, or the conscience anyways yeah. yeah which is fine i i believe in the conscience i think that's i think that's arguable from a psychology perspective conscience but you mean a conscience in your head like what yeah. tells you what's good and bad yeah yeah okay yeah yeah well there's that i mean that's a that's a key thing and you know our morality as humans in terms of a a ghost or a universal spirit i guess uh, yeah, so 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 this is like uh, actually like a Stephen Molyneux uh, definition. So, um, right. the, his his uh, argumentation was that every definition of God that he's ever heard is that there's some some ghost in the sky, and uh, some some consciousness hmm. some consciousness outside of the individual, some conscious entity outside okay. of the individual, and that that's impossible because of physics and because you need a brain in order to have consciousness and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So you can't have consciousness without matter. You need to have matter and for, and not just matter, but you have to have a complex arrangement of matter, right? And, 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 right. And, but this is, this is a very materialist perspective. Yeah. Like it's assuming that matter is all that is. Matter and energy, you know, other forms of energy that we can detect. Material. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 think, I think energy is matter in movement. Yeah. So, but, so uh, the, yeah. That's, that's the assumption basically that all kinds of material and all kinds of energy, the ones that, that we know exist are the only ones that exist. That's the key assumption, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose so. I think, I think, uh, I mean, I don't really, I don't really uh, accept that, that count, that argument against sort of uh, God anymore, but, um, hmm. but I would say that I, I, I don't believe that it's possible for A and B to be, to, for A to be A and B at the same time. And this goes back to my objectivist roots. Anybody that's, uh, you know, like A cannot be A and B at the same time. You can't have two contradictory definitions in the same universe. To, one of them is false. One or both of them are false. You can't okay. have the juggernaut and the, and the unmovable object in the same universe. They're contradictory okay. entities. Okay. And so that okay. that's the reality of the universe. You 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 have to things have to be logically consistent for them to exist in the same universe. The moment that you break internal like logical consistency, if like then you have two universes and they're separate from each other and don't talk to each other. And so it doesn't matter. You're still within one or the other. Hmm. Well, let, let me ask you this: you did you make that post because you actually saw something or felt something in the darkness? Yeah, I mean, that's that's. I made it because I've been feeling like, like, like because I started questioning this stuff and I started thinking, well, you know, right. the reality is I I don't understand most of the things in the world and uh, yeah, and uh, there's yeah, so it's just sort of like like I can't I can't rationalize the, some spooky ghost, but but it's something like. Uh, like I'm, I'm in this ancient houses in, in in beautiful Prague, right? And it's like yeah, get home. So what and did you see? What was your experience? I, nothing. I, it's just like I, I opened the door and then and then suddenly you know you know what it was the, for that specific post. Like it's happened a few times recently, but like I got home and then I I opened the door and I was trying to get my key out of the door and I couldn't get the key out of the door and and and, and, the, and it's usually hard to get the key out of the door, and so I'm trying and then suddenly the kitchen door just goes and I'm like fuck. Right, like I hear a noise and then I stop and I'm like, what? And it's so super dark, right? 
okay, keep going, and then the door just closes, right? And my rational brain is, well, that's the wind because I opened the door, and so there's wind pressure, and probably moved it around the room and closed the door. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Fair enough. But still, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's still scary, right? <laughs> like, I'm still half expecting okay. something to go, like, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah, like an old hag or something. Yeah. Well, I, I've actually had a lot of experiences with ghosts. That, and from these experiences, it's hard. it would be very hard for me to say ghosts don't exist. I don't know what they are. I don't claim to know what they are. But I know something is going on. So, like, when I, when I first moved to Mexico, it was about four years ago, I was living in this share house and... I started to have these really creepy dreams and it was it was bizarre because there was like a point in the dream where it stopped just being my dream. It was like something had entered the dream. This very like skin crawly feeling within the dream. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had the had this this weird dream. The the short version is I was looking at a picture on the wall and my friend was pointing at it and saying, Oh, you look so handsome in this photo. But the photo wasn't of me. It was of a doll and the doll's face started melting. And it was, oh my and God. At that moment, I woke up and my body oh. was completely covered in goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Completely covered. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then the weird thing was I would get up and stand in certain places in the room. Is, is this getting too much? <laughs> You're gonna no, no, go for it. It's hilarious. Okay. Go on. <laughs> Good, good. Uh, so at certain places in the room, I would have no goosebumps. Other spots in the room, I would have goosebumps, even to a point where I could stand in, in one spot and have goosebumps down the entire left side of my body and no goosebumps Whoa. on the right side of my body. And I'm like, what is, what's going on here? So I, I bought some Whoa. sage and burned some sage. And the, the last thing that happened in that house, I had another one of those dreams where this guy was like, pursuing me and like banging on my door and making threats. I woke up and I, I burned the sage to try to clear the room. There was this Brazilian, young Brazilian lady in the, the guest room upstairs. And I didn't know this, but around that time of night, around 3 a.m., she ran down and went to sleep in my, my housemate's room. And in the morning, we're eating breakfast and and they say, oh, what, Marjorie, why did you run down and sleep in Manuel's room in the middle of the night? And she was like, oh, I don't know. I saw something. And we're like, what, a bee? <laughs> you know, a bug? And she's like, uh, being really vague. And I say, I know what it is. There was a ghost in your room, right? And she told us she was in sleep paralysis and there was this black shadow in the corner of the room. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> At first she thought it was Manuel. And every time she looked, it got closer and closer till it was right next to her in bed. What? And it's the fuck. <laughs> right. And it said to her, Oh, it's so good that you're in this state, like half asleep, because I can talk to you. And she was like, What the fuck? And she snapped out of sleep paralysis and ran down oh so. <laughs> no what in the fuck yeah so that's oh my god you know that's that's one of the crazy things and that was that's some scary shit yes dude. yes and then <laughs> but that's the funny thing about ghosts too it's like okay so 
realistically, if you were a ghost, hmm. that's probably what you would want to do. You just want to talk to somebody. Right. You just want to tell somebody a story that wasn't told type of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, like maybe you want to, you know, who knows, right? But Yeah, well, um, depending on what the motivations are. But I, I remember I had another, another experience in Australia. That fucking ghost story. <laughs> People looking over my back like... It's still daylight. You're uh, you're probably okay. <laughs> but I had I had this this creature in my room, or I like made out this figure in the darkness, like it like a big demon with horns or something. I'm like, oh, hey, bro, uh, how's it going? <laughs> and uh, uh, he's like, good, good to see you. You invited me here, don't you remember? Who knows? Who you knows? Saw this. I, I I saw something. I could I Holy could make shit. out some kind of figure in the darkness. And you could hear you could hear the voice. Not not with my ears, but like in my in mind. your head. Yeah, yeah. So wow. Uh, they, I I started meditating and wishing it well and and saying mantras and stuff and nice. and I started it. That was a a weird experience because as I was chanting the, the mantra in my mind, I saw these figures come out uh, and float up into the room and it looked like a mandala or a fractal spreading oh, wow. across the room in the darkness. And anyway, then um, a few weeks later, that, that same creature came back and is like, hey, thanks, man. You know, like this is this is my my uh, conception or, or what I what I gathered from it. It was like this spirit have been living as a force of evil for thousands of years and nobody had ever thought to just be cool with it, like just to welcome it. And when I did that, it gave him this whole different perspective. Anyway, mm. I don't know if this is, you know, within my head oh. <laughs> or if yeah, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's like a hypno hypnopompic uh, experience or something like that, like a dream before you fall asleep. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't say that these things have any independent reality, but I do know that they happen. And sometimes they can be interesting and meaningful, like I was saying to you, like, just like with dreams. Yeah. Well, I think that's the bottom line. Like, it, it doesn't matter whether the thing is outside of us or inside of us. Hmm. Because in, the, in, in a sense, like, our perception is, is, is uh, deeper than the material outside of us. Like, we have this... We have this amygdala, and this amygdala is actually kind of like an eye, but it's an eye that doesn't receive light from the outside. It gets stimulation from the brain, and so huh. it, it simulates vision inside of our brains, and and our brain is reacting to a bunch of stuff, right? Mm. And and it's co-creating with a bunch of stuff in the world. So so if you see something, whether it's in your head or outside, it exists nonetheless. Because mm. we are made of, we are made of the world. We are part of the world. Mm. We are, you know, the, the structure of the world is within us. We are a, a fruit of the structure of the world. So, mm. and so, you know, whether like like the fact that we might think of it as a ghost is a way for us to understand a complex process. You know, maybe this demon mm. was some sort of some sort of. Um, kind of revenge story or some sort of hmm. some sort of atti attitude that has run through your family or through your culture or through hmm. or mim mimetically was communicated to you in Mexico or whatever or wherever you were at yeah 
and you addressed it conscious like it up you you updated your system in a sense you you addressed this this intent through through these rituals these ancient rituals that are meant to be a way for you to update these energies mm-hmm. and you resolved it right and 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 like that's that's that right and it and it doesn't make it any less true it's just true it in a diff- at a different layer but yes so that's how i rationalize it it's still scary and spooky though so. <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah well this is this is the weird thing too like i've had i've had plenty of spooky experiences but when it it's like when i'm in poor spirits i will see these spirits when it, in, the, in a negative way but sometimes they come in in a positive way. Sometimes they offer me advice. Mm, so yeah. it's kind of like there's a talk on TED where she, uh, this woman was diagnosed as schizophrenic and she had the, she would hear these voices. And at certain points in, in her life, they would be re- really negative or discouraging or they'd try to curse her or tell her that horrible things are going to happen. But at other times, there would be like little guides and she would – have to decode the the message, not take it literally. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. So, if, if there are ghosts, then then more there must also be angels, hmm. so to speak. Right. And so, if if there's a ghost, you just call on your angel, and and you can hopefully bring a resolution to the conflict or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> good talk. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to. It's going to be a great yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to thank you as well because uh, for that song, for for the song that we kind of made together, <laughs> yeah. that you gave it gave me the ideas and uh, that I was making for your for your movie. Just for context, so so. I made a documentary called uh, An Acapulco Settlers, which was about sort of the people that moved to Acapulco. Um, and uh, when I was creating it, I thought, man, it'd be great to have a really good song at the beginning. Mm. And so I reached out to you and uh, and then I told you kind of what I had in mind. And then you created this incredible song, which ended up being kind of like the intro to the, or it was somewhere in the, in the, in the documentary. I just kind of put it in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then so. they used it for the promo material for an Acapulco as well, and, and oh I, yeah, that's right. And then I performed that year, and then and the, and the next year as well. Wow! And yeah, I had been I I had been trying to write something for for a few weeks, and nothing was really coming together. But when you when you planted a few extra ideas in my mind about uh, Galt's Gulch and <laughs> Ayn Rand and stuff. That's uh, it. It started to come together really well. So it's. I was thinking about it before, and it's really funny how you know you can do do little things or just plant some seeds of ideas sometimes, and you never know what great things are going to come from it. So thank you. You're welcome, man. I'm I'm so happy that it worked out well, and you're a great rapper, and uh, <laughs> I see you. You've been singing and you're doing musical things. Um, uh, a lot, so that's that's good stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah, I've been working on some music. Uh, you can't see, but over, over here there's a there's a couple of turntables. My buddy here is a DJ, so we've been jamming. And because I can't I can't legally come to Acapulco next year, I figure we'll record a set <laughs> and put it up a couple of weeks before the conference, and that way we can send out a 
beautiful message for the people so, attending. So you got straight up banned from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two year prohibition. Shit, eh? just two years. So so next year. Bad. Uh, in the end of June, I'll probably be back. Yeah, that's not too bad. Two years yeah. is not too bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I applied for re-entry and they were like, no, you, I mean, you nah. overstayed too long. You don't have a good enough reason. I thought they would right. be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let this green go back in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. Thanks so much, Juan. And have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks a lot, man. It was a great chat. Great call. Yeah, bye. Whoosh. Thank you for listening to the Paradise Paradox. Remember, you can check out Juan on Twitter at Juan S. Galt. And remember, please, to check out my new channel, Cryptonomics, Principles of Cryptocurrency and Investing, so keep yourself informed and learn the mental preparation that you need to become an efficient investor. So check that out. Cryptonomics.space is the website, and you can see the links on there to Facebook, YouTube, other social media sites. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and take care of yourself.